The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. Denver Riggleman, a one-term Republican congressperson from Charlottesville, is working with Hunter Biden's lawyers, according to CBS News. Riggleman, who was also senior technical advisor to the January 6th House Select Committee, is part of a team focusing on if any data linked to the president's son, text messages or bank records, has been doctored. Despite a recent plea agreement with federal investigators around tax fraud and gun possession charges, House Republicans have continued to call for more investigations into the business arrangements of the younger Biden. A group of Hanover County residents wants to change how members of its school board are selected. The county remains one of two Virginia localities where elected officials select its school board members. The Hanover citizens for an elected school board are petitioning voters to convert the county's appointed board to an elected one. Tim McDermott, a volunteer with the group, previously told VPM News that residents deserve a change. I believe that elected offices, particularly for something as important as school board policy should be something that each voter, each registered voter, has a voice in. The group has until July 19th to collect more than 8,500 signatures in order for a referendum to appear on November ballots. The Supreme Court of Virginia ordered that a man be released from custody on Tuesday. The State Department of Corrections had ruled Stephen Priest was ineligible for earned sentence credits that would have allowed him to be released in July 2022. The legislature previously excluded certain crimes from eligibility for the credits. Attorney General Jason Miares said lawmakers unintentionally omitted one of Priest's convictions from the list. The department used his opinion to reach its determination. Virginia has a new law that makes it easier for broadband companies to string wires across railroad tracks. Late last month, the Association of American Railroads sued the state over the law. VPM News reporter Patrick Larson has more. Gary Wood, CEO of Firefly Broadband, said some installation projects get held up for months or longer, waiting for railroads to approve a single 60-foot stretch of wire. We've got to believe that there's a faster way to turn those around. So this year, the General Assembly unanimously approved a bill limiting railroad reviews to 35 days and capping costs at $7,000. In its lawsuit, the Railroad Association said that amounts to the state taking its land without just compensation, in that the limited review time frame creates safety concerns. But there's pressure from lawmakers to connect the last 200,000 or so Virginians to high-speed internet. Broadband projects are heavily funded by state and federal grants, meaning companies have a limited time frame to complete work. They're worried if the new law is struck down, they might not meet their deadlines. Patrick Larson, VPM News. The Virginia Department of Historic Resources approved seven new historical highway markers in June. The markers are intended to educate the public on a person, place, or event of importance around the Commonwealth. 
New markers recognize Charles City County's first black sheriff and the life of Arthur Big Boy Crudup, an Eastern Shore blues musician whose work was discovered by Elvis Presley. In Cumberland County, Richmond, and Suffolk, three markers are dedicated to communities founded by formerly enslaved African Americans. As part of the monthly First Fridays event in the Richmond Arts District, a local record store is set to host its first zine fest. It begins at 5 p.m. at various downtown locations. VPM News intern Omega Ilovich has more. Each month, the Arts District hosts a flurry of activity as businesses and galleries hold special events highlighting the local arts scene. Richmond Arts District Board President Anthony Bryant says the events provide financial support for artists and businesses. The record store Vinyl Conflict is a haven for Richmond music lovers. After moving to the district last year, owner Bobby Egger says First Fridays have become an opportunity to showcase DIY culture. Each show we're doing, we're trying to show a different element of subculture. This month, the store is focusing on the art of zines, or self-published magazines about niche topics. Here's store manager Olivia Stone, who curated the show. It's a really a community space. It's people coming to share ideas and music and art in general. It's kind of that third place for a lot of people. Stone says she hopes the event can show how inclusive the Richmond art scene is. Omega Ilovich, VPM News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.